We're happy to have with us today Brother John Thomas. Uh, Brother John came uh, 2012. It was last year, right? Uh, we met him at the beginning of the sort of the spring of the year. Got to know him a little bit, and um, he went back to India. And all of a sudden, in March of this year, came through the door on a Tuesday night, and uh, and so he is going to be headed back to India has a ministry there uh, where they go into different villages, places that have never heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, um, and preaches the gospel, shows the Jesus film, which has been translated into I don't know how many languages, um, preaches and, and feeds the hungry, um, trains young men and women for ministry in India there. And as we've talked about it in the past, he said, you know, now it has become the situation where uh, people coming from other countries to be missionaries, it just doesn't work as well as it used to. And I couldn't agree more. Uh, that is happening around the world, in fact. And yet, thank God for those who are uh, on the front lines training uh, the nationals there to, to preach the gospel and teach the gospel uh, and just deliver that. And he's going to come and share right now a little bit about the ministry there, but then also going to preach the word to us. And so I wonder if you just open your hearts uh, to Brother John and let's give him a warm welcome uh, here on Sunday morning. Amen. God. Thank you, Pastor Brent Lawrence. And uh, I thank God for this time, first of all, for giving me this time. And thank you, Pastor and uh, elders, uh, Brother Julian, and all the elders and leaders of this church who is allowing me to share the word of God with you and uh, your support and prayer and standing with me for the ministry in India. Uh, I th thank you all and thank God. Hallelujah. Uh, Pastor Brent Lawrence and I, uh, I, I, I was about to make an admission into the same Bible college where he was trained, Zion Bible College, but God didn't give me uh, permission that time. Uh, maybe God didn't want me to come to USA and be a pastor like him, maybe <laughs> after my studies here. So he wanted me to go back and do the mission work in India. But later on, God uh, caused me to come to uh, to Chicago, and uh, now I am doing a ministry connecting, uh, trying to connect uh, Chicago to Calcutta so that the uh, gospel can be preached there and God can be glorified. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So pastor is a great preacher. I always he preach uh, with fire and enthusiasm. Do you follow my English? Do you understand my English? Okay, good. If you don't understand, please lift up your hands and I will try my level best to explain to you. So he's a dynamic preacher. I am more like a teacher in the church. Uh, and I preach uh, mostly among Hindus and Muslims. We do connect to gospel meetings and I like to preach there more. But he's a good preacher. So uh, last uh, uh, year, I think I, I just mentioned about to you that uh, the world is become like this today because the first man and Eve ate the forbidden fruit and they wanted to become like God. And the Satan told them, if you eat it, you will be like a God. So that is a still rebellion is going on all over the world today. 
people want 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 to be independent of god and no one can be independent of god if we move away from god we will end up in problems this is what is happening today in the world all over the world the move, people are moving away from god and end up in problem on problem and only one person can solve the problem of the whole mankind that is jesus christ that's why when he was on earth he preached the kingdom of god hallelujah and um, so we know that only jesus can solve the problem of the mankind so today when, when i was thinking what should i share in the church today i uh, the lord impressed me to share why we need to do evangelism there are some reasons why we need to do evangelism maybe some of you might have heard, heard it before maybe you, you you may not might don't have heard about it okay before that i i'm sorry i will tell what we are doing in india yes india you know i i was i was born in a christian family in south india called kerala where saint thomas came and preached the gospel that is my name is john thomas because i was born in a christian family like you uh, and uh, but uh, i got my education and uh, then uh, lord told me to move to other parts of the india called north india like jaipur near pakistan it's a very beautiful city it's called jaipur it's a called the pink city of india lot of kings ruled in that city and you can see so many buildings so many fortresses with the uh, with, uh, with uh, you know walls and that is one of the biggest tourist center in india aspect kerala we are also is one of the kerala is also one of the big tourist center but also jaipur is one of the tourist center of india so many foreigners are coming to see the fortresses and everything so i i was i was uh, doing my job there as a high school teacher and i got saved there by the grace of god and then uh, it means i was born in a christian family that didn't make me a christian but uh, i had a personal encounter with the lord jesus christ jesus became very real to me then he told me leave your job and go to calcutta calcutta is one of the you know least uh, evangelized state in india in state means west bengal the calcutta is the capital of the state west bengal is one of the least evangelized less than 1% are christians there have you heard about mother teresa and mother teresa and she she was doing a very marvelous work they are still doing and god told me to come to calcutta then i joined with the youth with a mission there vaivam and i been working with vaivam for 6 years till 99 so vaivam was mainly a short term uh, focused ministry they only do ministry in the cities but when i god gave me a vision to see the villages so 70% of the indian population lives in villages and many are not going to the villages because the hindus and muslim lot of people are living in villages so uh, lord let me start a ministry called a life to the world ministry i have a brochure of that ministry and i have kept some of them at the back of the, uh, the uh, on the table if you would like you can pick up one also if you like to know the, the, to know more about our ministry you can visit our website life to the world ministry.org so lord gave me that burden to to go out in the villages because people have never heard the gospel so we then god gave me a team so we started moving into villages and uh, planting churches uh, and conducting uh, jesus film showing gospel meetings and uh, training native missionaries and also we have and uh, and also we got gave me a burden to start a school because many children couldn't go to schools uh, many in calcutta city there are so many children even lives in slums and uh, Uh, slums and in uh, in street itself so lord gave me a burden to start the schools so 
we have one regular school uh, that is uh, there are classes up to seventh grade there are two non-formal school for non-formal school means uh, we don't teach them systematic like grade one two three four five we have only one school for that for that uh, non-formal school means we just give them edu basic education mathematics, uh, maths english science and uh, and give them uh, uh, teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ also, T tell them to uh, teach them to pray also, give them some food so that they can keep coming to the, to the school so that they get some basic education, at least to write down and read and write. Uh, so we are praying to start more regular schools so that they can be a regular student uh, so that they can get uh, certificates and, uh, after their studies. So this is a, then we also have a ministry among the women in Calcutta is one of the largest red light area in Asia. I don't know, you have a red light area in America, i never seen that. But in Asian, there are a lot of child trafficking, human trafficking. Even people sell their children to the, to the brothels, to the, to the you know, brothels. You, children, they, they, because they get money. Their parents are told, if you would tell your children, we would give you this much money. And because of the poverty, because of the the financial situation, when children, the families sell their children to, to the brothels. So the brothels are making a lot of money because they are doing business. Also the women are being sold to the, to the, to the brothels, even by their parents, even by some husbands, some, some do it because they don't know God. You know, they are Hindus and Muslims and they don't have the fear of God. They don't know what is sin, what, what is good and what is bad, you know. So, so we do have some ministry among the women. We give them free self-employment training program so that they don't have to go to this kind of job, but they can get a, a, a employment and a, a training and they can live on their own with the dignity. So mainly we teach them how to make a greeting cards and also on sewing machine. So if, if a lady owns a sewing machine, she can live a life. You know, she can earn some money to live uh, with that. So we are doing this kind of uh, training, uh, giving a free self-employment training to the woman and giving uh, education to the street or orphans uh, and, uh, and, and the regular school for the poor children. Also going to villages and uh, planting churches by gospel meetings and Jesus film showing. And uh, also we train the native missionaries. Many Hindus, many native missionaries are coming from the Hindu background. Now, if you study the statistics now, the, the most people who are coming to the Lord Jesus Christ now is in India. It's exploding, as Pastor said, that, you know, when the American missionaries and foreign missionaries backed up and the native missionaries took take control of the, their own ministry in India, Christianity is growing now. Because they will, native missionaries know their culture. They know the language. You don't need to go there and learn a new language and live there as a foreigner. Always they will doubt you as, you know, you are expo exporting your religion. They think that Christianity is a Western religion, American religion. Uh, so, if, but a native missionary is preaching and telling them what Jesus did in my life, you know, they believe that. So, a lot of people are coming to the Lord. Officially, there are only 3% Christians in India, but unofficially now, 78% are Christians now in India. And please pray that uh, by, by, by 2000, you know, even 20, we will, get the, we will get the double of this Christian population. This only can be done through training the native missionaries and even help them, support them, uh, even financially, by prayerfully. They can do, the, do a better job than uh, you can do it.
Hallelujah. So, so we train the native missionaries. So and I have a vision to see that uh, the, the India is evangelized, uh, even the world evangelized, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, and a church is planted for every responsive people. Hallelujah. So this ministry, I, I was praying and fasting for 40 days. Lord, what should be the name of the ministry? God told me, John 6.33, the bread of life is he who comes down from heaven and to give life to the world. 40 days means I'm not fasting uh, full like Jesus. I ate full dinner, but I was fasting only <laughs> breakfast and lunch. <laughs> okay. During that time, God spoke to me, John 6.33, life to the world. So uh, I have a vision to see that even China, even Bangladesh. Bangladesh is a nearby country to India, you know, especially Calcutta, Nepal, Bhutan. It's very easy to reach out to the, those areas also to, to, to plant churches and train the native missionaries and uh, plant the churches. So I have a vision to see hundreds, hundreds of thousands of churches planted, native missionaries trained the India and the, and the Asia. It changed for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. America is also as a mission field now. You know, because with the YWAM, we do a lot of training here. You know, I am into the full-time ministry here in, the, in Chicago also. Uh, with the YWAM, we take teams uh, to the parks and to the cities and do evangelism. We go to the daily plaza and pray for the many people. You know, America also, a lot of people are broken, lonely, and other, other issues are there. So people are open to hear, uh, to, to, to pray over and to hear the God's word, and we do the ministry. Also, we go to the different parks with the teams and give free hot dog evangelism and several other personal evangelism so that people are coming, uh, people may get a chance to hear the gospel, especially I, I have a burden to reach out to the Indians here. So we have some, some contacts with some Muslim guys. Uh, uh, we are discipling some Muslims and some Hindus. Pray that they will come to the Lord. Uh, hallelujah. Thank you very much uh, for hearing it. So, uh, God has impressed me to share today why we need to do evangelism. One of the reasons why we need to do evangelism is Jesus was a soul winner. If you read Luke uh, chapter 19 verse 10, the Son of Man came down to save and find which was lost. You know, uh, somebody said, you know, God has only one son and God made him a missionary. So Jesus Christ came and he preached the gospel, and he uh, commanded us to go to the highways and byways uh, uh, and get souls. He appointed 12 disciples and told them to go and preach the gospel. Then he appointed 72 others to go and preach the gospel. And he, com uh, and he commanded uh, to all the believers that go and make disciples all over the nations. So Jesus' passion was to save which was lost. I told you that, you know, when, when the Satan took over, the authority for a man, this world is become sinful and the people are living in rebellion against God. Now, the good news is that God is going to take control of the earth again and God, man can live forever uh, in Jesus Christ. This is a good news. But even millions and millions have not heard the good news of, of God's salvation. That is why uh, Jesus Christ came down and he laid his life, he sacrificed his life for the people. And he said he, he was a soul winner. The word Christian-like means Christ-like. If we follow Jesus Christ, we have also a responsibility to share the love of Jesus Christ with others, to share the good news with others. So one of the reasons why we need to do evangelism is that Jesus was a soul winner. Hallelujah. Second reason is 
why we should do evangelism is that uh, the laborers are few. If you read Matthew 9, 36 and 37, Jesus is saying that, you know, the field is ripe, but laborers are few. Therefore, pray to the Lord of harvest to, to release laborers into his harvest field. Har it is his harvest field. So today, the, the, the laborers are few. Today, many people don't want to go to the mission field. When I got saved, when I told my family that I am going to the mission field, even, even my family didn't like that. You are at a very young age, you know, man. People are doing mission work when, when they are old. You know, you, are you going for a mission work after leaving your job? And how will you leave? Uh, you know, this, these questions are arised. Uh, even my family my, did not support me. But, uh, but, but I felt that uh, I should do the God's work. Because God has called me and I need to do that. So today many people do not want to be a missionaries. Do not want to preach the gospel. I heard that even many churches are being close, closing down in the USA. Even many people do not want to be a pastor or a, or a missionary. It is a hard job maybe. Or maybe they are not getting paid. Or, or maybe There are many issues are there. Uh, so why we need to do evangelism is that uh, laborers are few. Yes. So that is, then the third reason is that the field is ripe for harvest. Hallelujah. Jesus, no, when Jesus, that Samaritan woman was God saved, you know, she, uh, Jesus is saying that, you are saying that uh, after four months uh, comes the harvest. But I tell you to uh, lift up your heads and look, the field is all, already ripe for harvest. Yes, that, that Samaritan woman, she was an isolated woman. She was, a, uh, she was living in, a, in isolation because of her, 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 her uh, lifestyle. And, uh, and Jesus spoke to her about the word of knowledge. And uh, she was con convicted that Jesus is the Messiah. And she said that she went to the village and told all the people, come and see a man who told me everything. So the, what, what happened? When the disciples went to buy food, and when they came back, uh, Jesus, they saw G this, Jesus was speaking to a woman. And they said, Rabbi, you have food. Jesus said, I don't, I have food to eat which you do not know. My food is to do the will of my Father who is in heaven. Even Jesus forgot to eat the food because he was overjoyed by, by winning a soul, you know. Hallelujah. Look at Jesus. He was interested in winning soul. He was interested in, in saving, saving people. That must be our attitude also. Even though we live in this world, even though we do job and everything, we must have a heart, a hunger in our heart to see that the other people come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to pray for them. Hallelujah. Maybe we need to pray. Start, Tuesday here is wonderful prayer and worship. Maybe once a month, Pastor, you should pray for a mission night, you know, praying for India, praying for Pakistan, praying for Afghanistan, praying for Chicago, you know, and uh, that we should have a heart to see that people, is, uh, people heard the gospel. People, evangel people uh, come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is not my might, not my power, but by the Spirit of the Lord, says the Lord. So through, if you, if you conduct a mission prayer night here, once a month at least, uh, when you pray for the people, people can come to your church automatically. Hallelujah. People can be many children, many people can be saved in many parts of the world by just by your prayer. Hallelujah. Because God can move uh, by our prayer. Hallelujah. So, 
you will, uh, we do evangelism because the field is ripe for harvest. When many people want to hear and know Jesus Christ, but they don't have an opportunity, especially in India. The millions and millions have not heard the gospel till in villages, in Pakistan, in Nepal, in, in many countries. Uh, so uh, they need to hear. So we need to uh, be a missionary or we need to pray for the mission for land or we need to support the work, work uh, support the mission work because the field is ripe for harvest. Jesus is, come, Jesus is saying that the night is coming that no man can work. So we don't know what will happen after 10 years. We don't know what will happen after 2 years. It is uncertain. So now only what we can do is now. We can, uh, today is in our hand. We, so we have to use our time to, 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 to follow up so that the world is evangelized, people uh, saved. Hallelujah. Uh, fourth reason why we need to do evangelism is that uh, God will hold us accountable. If you read uh, uh, Ezekiel chapter 3, verse uh, 18, you know, would, would anybody would like to read it or do you know this scripture? Ezekiel chapter 3, 18, it says that uh, if, if, I, I tell you, go and warn a wicked person and if you do not warn him, and if he, and if, if he die in his sin, I will hold you accountable for his sins. If you would like to read, you are welcome to read that. Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 18. If I, want, if I want the wicked saying, you are under the penalty of death, but you fail to deliver the warning, they will die in their sins, and I will hold you responsible for their death. If you want them and they refuse to repent and keep on sinning, they will die in their sins, but you will have saved yourself because of you obeyed me. So God is saying that uh, if you don't want a wicked person, and if you don't tell them about their wickedness and about their sins, and they live in their sin and they die in their sin, you are responsible for their blood because you did not warn him. He, uh, so uh, this is, Paul knew this, uh, this secret. That's why in, in, in Acts chapter 20, verse 26, uh, Paul is saying that, you know, I declare the truth to all of you. I did not hesitate to... To, to, to declare you the whole counsel of the Lord. Now I am innocent of the blood of all men. So Paul knew this secret. That's why he was, he was preaching the gospel. Because Paul knew that if he, 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 if he had not preached the gospel to the Jews, to the Gentiles, he will be responsible uh, for their blood. Because uh, Paul knew that everyone should hear the gospel. And, uh, and everyone, has a, everyone has a responsibility, you know. So when God was saying that in, in the book of in the Old Testament to the, the to the prophet Ezekiel that you should warn the wicked person that you should turn away from the wickedness. If you don't warn, I will ask you responsible. I will, you will be responsible for their blood. So why we need to do evangelism is that God can hold us accountable uh, for for our sins, for our the sin of omissions, for our negligence. We have three ministries. Everybody has a three ministries. Do you know that? The first ministry is ministry unto God. Ministry unto God. Ministry, I mean, we are a royal priesthood. In the Old Testament, it was, the priest was only a, a special kind of people, you know, the, the, the tribe of Levite. 
you know they had to go to the temple and they had to sacrifice for the sin for themselves and for the sin of the other people but in the new testament we are a royal priesthood hallelujah say i am a royal priesthood you are a priest not only pastor pastor is an office it is his, there are five gifts are there in the in the, in the church apostle prophet evangelist pastor and teacher that is his office but you are also a priest do you believe that that is in the book of in, in the book of the peter saying that you know you are a royal priesthood the priesthood of all the believers that is the that is another great great blessing of god for the church, for, for, for the for his church you are a priest you can pray you can cast out the demons you can pray for for your deliverance you can pray for your blessings and it is not only office of not only for a special kind of people pastor teacher and evangelist and prophet and it is not only for them you are you are also a priest hallelujah so if you are a priest it is your duty to worship god because a priest has a duty to perform so the first ministry is that ministry unto god not only coming on not only on sunday but every day we we need to spend some time to worship god to praise god as a priest hallelujah uh, but if you uh, if you don't don't do that uh, even sometimes even our prayer will not be answered because we are just doing as a duty you know just coming on sunday and doing some kind of uh, spiritual activity that that is not god who is expecting you and from you and from me god says that you are a priest you should minister to me every day or you should have a personal relationship with jesus and spend time with him even other days also because you are a priest and and god can bless god can answer our prayer god can use us in a mighty way if you do that hallelujah uh, so the um, Jesus Christ died for our sin. You know that, you know, he gave himself for us. But sometimes we are not giving everything to God. We don't give our time. We may just, uh, just giving only on Sunday to God. Or maybe some more time. But God expects you and me to give, you know, wholeheartedly to God. Then God can move in a mighty way through us. I will tell you one story, you know, a small story. Do you like to hear a story? okay there was a farmer is there there was a farmer once upon a time the farmer loves the loved the animals so in his house there are so many animals you know cow comes and uh, eat uh, and dogs and billy and a rat and you know the uh, and even pigs and hen everybody will come into his house because farmer loved the animals very much so one day these animals all made a meeting they said that look at this farmer loves us very very much how much how, what he will what we will give in return to his love because he is loving us very much his house is open we even sleep on his bed he we eat from his kitchen and he is very kind so they made two leaders one is a hen and one paw, one pig uh, to be leaders they said okay you you pig and you hen you are the leaders you take the decision whatever decision you will take we will follow how we should honor this farmer for his love for us so they they made a pig and a hen so they began to make a, make a decision they, they both sat on a table and a stone chair and and began to think what how we can honor this farmer so after some time the hens said oh i got it i got it i got it 
the, the pig asked, what did you get? Then the, the, uh, the hen said, do one thing. We can honor the farmer in this way. Tomorrow we can give a good breakfast to the farmer. In that breakfast, there should be a couple of boiled eggs and hamburger. <laughs> the pig got the idea, you know, to give a hamburger. The pig has to cut his head, you know. But for a, egg, for a hen, it was easy to give a couple of eggs, you know. Many times we are Christians are like that. Jesus said that if, any, if you try to save your life, you will lose it. If anybody will lose your life for my sake, you will find it, find it out. Many times we are trying to save our life. We want to live a very, no, we want to save our life on this earth. We are not going on the edge. We are not, you know, giving our, our life to Jesus wholeheartedly. We may satisfy with the one, like a hen, you know, on Sunday service and other days we live like, you know, in, in a different way. That is not expecting God from God. That is not God is expecting from you and from me. Because Jesus loved us. He gave his life for us. There is no greater love than one who lays his life for his friend. So how much we, we should love him in, in return. God asks us the wholehearted love. We need to love him. You know, uh, spending time. We are a priest. You know, when, if we are a priest, we have, we have a responsibility to love God from our heart and, and Praise Him, thank Him, pray before Him, read His Word every day so that uh, He can talk to us, he, we, he can hear His voice, uh, we can have an intimate relationship with Him. Uh, so we have a three uh, ministry. One, I told you that the ministry unto God. Second ministry is the ministry to one another. That is what Jesus said that, you know, first commandment is love your God with all heart, mind and soul, then love your neighbor as thyself. So ministry unto one another, that means we need to take care about other people, you know, the, the brothers and sisters, how they are doing, talk to them, help them, pray for them, and we need, to, we need to love one another. That is God's commandment. If you don't do that, even our prayer can be hindered. You know, uh, God is expecting that we, we should love one another. The third ministry is that the ministry unto, unto the world. That's why the, the evangelism, the praying for the nations, praying for the unsaved people, you know, and uh, involved in the mission work. Uh, that also it is, that because Jesus said that go and preach the gospel. It, it is a commandment. It's not a, a, a it is a, not a, what is called a, a, a option. It is not an option, but it is a commandment. So why we need to do evangelism is that it is a commandment from God. So we need to pray and we need to do whatever help we can do so that the world is evangelized. People come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Uh, then uh, another point why we need to do evangelism is that there are certain preconditions before Jesus returned. One of the preconditions is that Matthew 24, 14. That is one of my favorite script, uh, scripture. One of the favorite uh, portion of God's word. It says that, you know, the gospel of this kingdom shall be preached as a witness to the, all the nations. Then shall the end come. If you would like to read, you can read aloud. And uh, yes, the gospel of this kingdom shall be preached as a witness to the, all the nations. Then shall the end come. In, the, in, in Greek, the nation means ethnos. That's people group. You know, still there are thousands and thousands of the people group who have not heard the gospel. In America, everybody has four to five Bibles in, your, in their house. In many countries, when people don't have even one, how, one uh, Bible. In India, many people don't have even one Bible. 
in china in many countries and many people groups have not heard the gospel letter they don't have even a bible in in their own languages but praise god bible is the largest selling book in the world today it is the only one book which has been translated into the maximum languages but still many people group needs to hear the uh, the, the uh, good news in their own language in bible in america there are some thousands and thou- uh, thousands of tv and radio stations are there but in in many parts of the world even there is no one radio station or a, or, or 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 a tv or a uh, tv is a station to to proclaim to proclaim the gospel to the their own people so so many people group have not heard the gospel yet uh, that's why jesus coming is is delayed i believe so still people need to hear the gospel uh, so one of the uh, precondition for jesus return is that uh, the gospel of this kingdom shall be preached to all the people group so that the end will come so now jesus cannot come back because still people need to hear the gospel so why we need to do evangelism is that uh, uh, jesus uh, the all people need people group needs to hear the gospel uh, that is one of the reason why we need to do evangelism so so jesus is uh, counting you and me and jesus is counting the church the, it is the whole duty of the whole church it is the uh, the whole uh, duty of the whole church to take the whole gospel to the whole world hallelujah and uh, he is waiting for, uh, for to waiting to see that uh, the world is evangelized everyone get a chance to hear the gospel and uh, and it is our responsibility to take the gospel to the, the whole world hallelujah and jesus he promised that he will come the 300 prophecies of of his birth his, his death and his resurrection has been fulfilled now his uh, the prophecies regarding his return is yet to be fulfilled hallelujah and it and uh, we need to pray for that that jesus will come and uh, before that everybody get a chance to hear the gospel and, uh, and uh, church is established for the responsive people hallelujah so um, please pray for the ministry in india and uh, i am going back to on 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 uh, 13th november god willing i will be there uh, till march uh, so i am going to conduct the several gospel meetings in villages also train the native missionaries also i am praying i am praying to hand over the responsibility more responsibility to the local leaders uh, so that they can look after the ministry and um, uh, I, w- i will be flying up to delhi from delhi i will take a train to calcutta i will t- i will t- uh, it is more, uh, it's more cheaper to go by train from delhi delhi my cousin my brother is there in delhi i will stay the two days there then i go to calcutta then i, I may visit uh, my home state kerala also you are welcome to visit uh, india just for a visitor no. <laughs> not as a missionary you can you, you can you can live here and uh, pray and support the work in india so that the world be uh, india be evangelized so i thank you very much for uh, your uh, uh, your support your prayer and your love and your care for me and for the work of god in india may god bless you so i we heard that there are five points we learned today jesus first point what was the first point jesus was a why we need to do evangelism jesus was a soul winner what is the second point the work laborers are few we need to do evangelism we need to do mission work because the laborers are few all are not going to the mission field all want to be different people you know to establish in this world but you and i god is counting to be do the mission work hallelujah 
third point is uh, the field is field is ripe field is ripe what is the fourth point god will hold us uh, accountable ezekiel 318 uh, acts 2026 god will hold us accountable we have three how many ministries we have three ministries how many ministries do you have three what are the three ministries ministry unto god ministry to one another ministry to the world hallelujah and what is the fifth point there are certain preconditions for jesus return what is the precondition amen the whole the gospel should be preached to the whole not nations nation has, has always been reached out now to the people group the nations has been translated into the greek as ethnos ethnos is a people group but there are so many so many people groups in india you know it, there are so many people group have not reached 1.2 billion people in china you know more people than india you know there are many have not reached out so the precondition is that the gospel should be preached to all the people group hallelujah to all people so this is why we need to do evangelism may god bless you thank you if, we, if you would like to pick up some uh, brochures it is up on the on on the on the, on the desk over there if you would like to get our newsletters please give your email and we will send you newsletters what is happening in india thank you may god bless you amen hallelujah thank you just stay here for a minute just stay here we let's stand together right now we're going to pray for brother john um and just pray that god will bring blessing uh bring help bring strength and provide for his every need provide for everything and i want us just to call on the name of the lord together before we do anything else let's pray heavenly father today i thank you for our brother i thank you for for john and for the ministry that you have called him to lord he is living a life by faith and father i pray in the name of jesus that you would provide for every need that you would minister your grace and your strength to his heart and his mind I pray that you would encourage him this day and Lord God that as he goes back in November to minister the gospel of Jesus Christ and to have an impact upon Lord his native country of India father we pray that he would see many souls come into the kingdom that those that he trains oh God would that their reach oh Lord would be so far reaching that only eternity would be able to tell what the effects have been but god we pray that you would help us oh lord as a congregation today to be a blessing to him minister oh lord to him and through him in a mighty way god we thank you for all that you have done all that you're going to do in and through his life and for those the team that he has there oh god i pray lord in the name of jesus that you would just rain down blessing from heaven in a mighty way oh god we thank you lord You are great and you are mighty and Father we pray in the name of Jesus that you would have your way in Jesus mighty name we pray amen amen, amen. amen. praise God